to our Ustad is with us this morning. Ustad, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum ma'ana arafat. Jazakallahu khayr to our technicians, Brother Junaid Khan and Brother Riyaz Hussain. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasoolihil kareem. Amma ba'd, a'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Rabbi shrahli swadri wa yasilli amri wa hlul uqdatan min lisani yafqahu qawli Subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma allamtana innaka anta alimul hakim Allahumma allimna ma yanfa'una Allahumma anfa'na bima allamtana wa zidna ilma All praise is due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Today, the 8th of Rajab 1440, with the grace and mercy of all, Allah Jalla we focus on Surah Zariyat. The surah was revealed in Makkah Mukarramah. It is Surah chapter 51 and it consists, 60, consists of 60 verses. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala takes four oaths. Wazariyati Zarwa, Qasam of the winds that make things scatter. We see when the hurricanes come, all the damage and the aftermath. And you see the clouds carrying, so the rain and so forth. So we see that only Almighty Allah makes that happen. And you see the boats and the ships, how easily they are moving from town to town, city to city, country to country, and continent to continent. Again, the manifestation of the mercy of Almighty Allah. You take a coin, one rand, two rand, five rand, and throw it in the dam in the ocean, it will go right down. And the heavy tankers, the heavy cargo ships, passenger liners, and you see they're going from one country to another. Who is keeping that boat afloat? Alam tara anna al-fulka tajri fil bahri bi ni'matillah. All this happens with the bounty of Almighty Allah. Liyuriyakum min ayati. Almighty Allah is showing you His symbols and signs. فَالْمُقَسِّمَاتِ amra قَسَمْ of the angels who distribute the affairs through mankind, creation, and the entire universe. إِنَّمَا تُوْعَدُونَ لَصَادِقٌ Indeed, what you are promised will show you the truthful thing. And what are you promised? وَإِنَّ الدِّينَ لَوَاقِعٌ Surely the day of justice will occur. Today the scientists, the professors, and the atheists, they reject it. And majority of them say, Nay, it is not going to happen. Allah took various oaths that that day is surely going to take place. And Almighty Allah speaks of the pious people. 
Whatever all Allah gave them, they accept it. And they sleep little but at night. And they are the people. At suhoor time, sehri time, the pre-dawn time, three o'clock, four o'clock nowadays, half past four, they are reading Astaghfirullah, 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 Rabbi min kulli dhambin wa tubu Oh Allah, I seek your forgiveness and pardon. Ya Allah, I'm turning to you in repentance. Istighfar is for the past. Tawbah and repentance is for the current and the future. So remember that we beg Almighty Allah for forgiveness. And it's a win-win situation when we beg Allah for forgiveness. وَمَا كَانَ اللَّهُ مُعَذِّبَهُمْ وَهُمْ يَسْتَغْفِرُونَ Almighty Allah will not punish them. As long as they engrossed and engage in istighfar. Allah will send the wonderful, beautiful, beneficial rain for you. Allah will bless you with wealth and children when you make istighfar and ask Allah for forgiveness. يُمْدِدُكُمْ بِأَمْوَالِ وَبَنِينَ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ جَنَّاتِ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ أَنْهَارًا Almighty Allah will bless you with the gardens of eternity and the wonderful streams and the rivulets. So all that is the mercy of Almighty Allah. Almighty Allah tells us the incident of Nabi Ibrahim والسلام, when the angels came and they made salam and then he prepared and gave them the food but they were not eating. All this is happening there in Palestine, today occupied Palestine. Make special dua Almighty Allah dismantles and decimates the enemies and the Zionist regime. So here we find that Almighty Allah gave great tidings to Sayyida Sarah radiallahu anha that she will give birth and the glad tidings was given that she will give birth to the baby boy who will be very much knowledgeable. First was Nabi Ismail salam, and now is Nabi Ishaq salam. So Almighty Allah speaks about the people of Lut salam, the people of Lot, who were there in Sodom and Gomorrah and committing the crime of Sodomy. Almighty Allah states, لِنُرْسِلَ عَلَيْهِمْ حِجَارَةً مِنْ تِينَ We are going to dispatch upon them the stones, the brimstones, مُسَوَّمَةً in the Rabbik, and their names will be written, and Almighty Allah annihilated them, decimated them. In Islam there is no place for gay brigade. In Islam there is no place for homosexuality. And remember it is punishable by death. Like how adultery also is punishable by death and fornication, hundred lashes in public. So all Islam promotes a pure and a chaste society. Today in the name of freedom, today in the name of human rights, see what you are doing. They are destroying the very fabric of society. So many children, some countries you will find, majority of the children are bees and haramis and illegitimate children. So how can a society become a dynamic society when they don't even know who their father or mother is in many instances? So therefore, all Allah is teaching us lessons. 
Almighty Allah's power was sama abaneinaha, and the skies we created it be aid you wa inna la musiun, and see how many millions, billions of kilometers it is stretched across the continents and countries. Well, aruda farashnaha, and the land and the stand we spread it out like a carpet. Fanimal mahidun, how excellent Allah Taala stretched it out. Oh, human being, fafiru ilallah. Hence, rush towards Almighty Allah and the mercy of Almighty Allah. On this Mubarak day of Jumu'ah, this blessed day of Friday, read, O Muslim, read, O human being. وَأَدَخِلْنَا وَأَدَخِلْنَا فِي رَحْمَتِكَ O Allah, include us. O Allah, admit us in your special mercy. وَأَنْتَ أَرْحَمُ الرَّاحِمِينَ You are the most merciful one to show mercy. Surah 7, chapter 7, verse 151. Almighty Allah speaks about human beings and Muslims. وَذَكِّرْ فَإِنَّ ذِكْرَاتًا فَأُلْمُؤْمِنِينَ because this reminder is beneficial for the believers. Why did Almighty Allah create us? I have not created jinn, the invisible creation of Allah, who were created from fire and human being, but to worship me, to it they must be in servitude, and they must submit and surrender and recognize me as the only Khalik and Malik, the only creator, the only owner, and the only Ma'bud. The only one worthy of worship is Almighty Allah. So that is the lesson of the Noble Quran on this Mubarak day of the Jumu'ah, and today, 8th of Rajab, Alhamdulillah, we concluded 26 June. 26 parts of the Noble Quran with the synopsis and summary. So today is the day of Jumu'ah Friday. Read Surah Kahf, O Muslim. Allah will bless us with nur, radiance, and effulgence. We know load shedding is back, but Almighty Allah will bless us with celestial light and nur. Secondly, read abundant Durood Sharif Salawat upon Nabiul Mustafa Sallallahu Sallam, the best gift for the best of Allah's creation on the best day of the week and Surah Dukhan and Surah Yasin. all this try and read inshallah and make special dua for the Haramain Sharifain and for Masjid Al-Aqsa our program inshallah today Jumu'ah in Marlborough inshallah then in the evening we will be in Pretoria and then Saturday inshallah Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haqsab Mawlana Shabir Saluji Sab myself will be inshallah Aziz in Bergwell and the program tomorrow night, Saturday night, will be live, inshallah, on Radio Al-Ansar International, Marqas Sahaba, the voice of Al-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah, and on Sirius FM between Maghrib and Isha, tomorrow night, that is Saturday night, inshallah. Today's khutbah from Makkah Mukarramah, inshallah, we will translate, will be rendered by Sheikh Shureim Hafidahullah. May all may Allah grant us tawfiq. Amin, 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 Thumma Amin. Three minutes after five, you are listening to Asafina to Ilal Jannah. Ustad, somebody wants to know yeah, if a person gives another something and now they want it back, is it right to start? Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa hadith mentioned in Bukhari Sharif. Before I quote that, let me break it up into two different categories. If the husband gave his wife certain gifts, 
and Quran speaks of this, and now the marriage turns sour, and now there's divorce and so forth. Now they demand the husband or his parents or family from that ex-wife, ex-daughter-in-law, you must give back the jewelry, the money, clothing. Quran Karim states, the noble Quran states, Surah 4, chapter 4, verses 21, 22. You gave them millions and falata minhu shay'a. And you're not allowed to take back anything. You deflowered her, you used her, and now you have the audacity to take back all the gifts. Absolutely haram. Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi sallam's hadith in Bukhari Sharif. I gave Mona Arafat some pen or some books or whatever it is. And Allah forbid, Allah forbid, there was an argument. I said, in that rage, in that anger, give back all my gifts which I gave you. Absolutely haram. The messenger of Islam, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam, said, The person who takes back his gifts after the giftee, after the recipient has received it, and now you take it back. The example is like a dog that vomits, and then it goes and licks its vomit. So you, the person who's taking back that gift, that is your example, haram, not permissible in Islam. Mwana um, Arafat, could you please tell Mufti Sab to repeat the surah and verse for the for eyes, for the eyes to start? Read surah 50, verse 22. Surah 50, 50, and verse 22. Fakashafna anka ghita akafa basaruka liyawma hadid. Surah 50, surah qaf, verse 22. And read, Ya Nuru, Ya Nuru, Ya Nuru. And inshallah, Almighty Allah will restore your vision. Allah will increase and enhance your vision Amen. and Allah will grant us sight and insight. Somebody is asking you, Ustad, this is from uh, Dubai. Uh, Muftisab, is it permissible for me to read novels? I really enjoy reading, Muftisab, from Dubai. Yes, you enjoy reading novels because it suits your worm's fancies and desires and the propaganda. But how much time you're spending on the novels and no time on the Quran Sharif, no time for the Sunnah Mubarakah. When people turn away from the Quran Sharif, then all makes this worldly life difficult and constrained for them. And we will resurrect them on the day of justice blind. They will say, why blind ya Allah? Allah will say, My Quran Sharif came to you. You abandoned it. You neglected it. You forgot it. Go today also. You are abandoned and neglected. Nay, it's not permissible for Muslims to waste time in futile activities like books and novels. 90% of them propaganda, lies and so forth. Secondly, remember that the Ummah today is wasting time in social media. Three quarters the life, half the life in all these things here. All this is not permissible when we are missing Salat, when we don't make time for Zikr. Yes, if you are using it for good purposes like 
like we use it for fatawa, for advices and so forth. That's good. But 80%, 70% of ummah are using it for haram activities. Then it is haram and not permissible. Hmm. So let us go to Hebron. Hebron, this is in Botswana. Sister Hanifa. She says, uh, Muftisab, we enjoy the program every morning with you and Mulana Arafat. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you both. We're all looking forward for the month of Ramadan with you both, inshallah. Ameen. Hopefully, Muftisab is thinking of coming to Gebaron. Muftisab, this is Sister Hanifa. Muftisab, my sister is very stubborn and difficult. She just got divorced and refuses to sit in Iddat. She says she got freedom. She can't be in prison again. Please explain the importance of Iddat. She is listening right now. Ustad. Almighty Allah Jalla wa has mentioned in a noble Quran, وَالْمُطَلَّقَاتُ يَتَرَبَّصْنَ بِأَنفُسِهِنَّ ثَلَاثَةَ قُرُوا Surah 2, verse 227-228-229 Almighty Allah speaks of all these issues. So it is compulsory upon a lady who is experiencing amenses that she must sit in iddat and that's compulsory from Almighty Allah for three menses after the talaq. And that is the verdict of the Hanafis and the Hanbali scholars and the Shafi'is and the Malikis say three periods of cleanliness after the talaq that's compulsory. So sister this freedom you are talking about are the satanic suspicion the satanic thoughts and whispering that's coming to your mind so what is happening now istahwada alaymu shaitan the shaitan is gaining the ascendancy on you and fansahum zikrullah he makes you forget the command of Allah, the remember commands and the remembrance of Allah, Ulaika Hizbu Shaitan. So then they become the party of Shaitan. So don't think that is freedom, that is satanic thoughts and whisperings coming into your mind. So therefore, what you are doing is absolutely haram. Secondly, to come to Khabaroni, Botswana, send me email and inshallah, AK Hussein, H O O S E N Gmail will tell you which weekends we are free, inshallah, Friday. Friday to Saturday and so forth, then inshallah we can make some arrangements inshallah. I mean inshallah. <coughs> Muftisapa, I teach rivets. Now we would like to know are women allowed to wear hair extensions that are made out of human hair or wool and are eyelash extensions allowed? Ustad? When the shaitan was expelled from Jannah, then he took various oaths. One oath he took is, That I will command them, this human being, that they must change the creation of Allah. So if you speak of the false eyelashes, totally haram, unlawful, or if you speak about wigs and hair extensions and so forth, totally haram and not permissible. Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu authentic hadith in Sahih Muslim, the woman who's doing it, normally it is the women, but the man also does it, it's haram for him. So the beauty therapist or the, you know, the salon and so forth. So all these type of things, so we must remember, is haram and not permissible. Both parties are guilty, the one who's doing it and upon whom it is done. Authentic hadith in Sahih Muslim. Yes, you ladies, you'll take wool and then you mix it with your hair and so forth that is permissible and acceptable mm. so the whole one will be permissible but there's wigs hair extensions fake eyelashes all that absolutely haram let's go to escort to start if i apply makeup for someone who is not in parda 
Will I be sinful, Ustad? Do you want to apply makeup? So you, it means the men want to apply makeup. So what do you want to become, man? You want to become like a woman, my brother. You must maintain your manliness. Don't become a person who wants to have feminine qualities. So now you want to look and put plaster on your face. And you want to make yourself look lighter. So when your wife or she will now look at you after marriage, you will say that you deceived me. So it's absolutely haram and not permissible. In life, you must remain natural, my brother. Don't try and mimic the West, because remember, it is not the best. Mm, subhanallah. We said you have to listen to this one here. This is from uh, Kwamashu. Hi, my name is Bongani. I listen to you every morning. Me and my girlfriend, we also like listening to you all every morning. Please tell us more about Islam. Bongani, Ustad, from Kwamashu. Yes, ma. thank you very much, Bongani. Every day you must listen and you will come closer to your Creator and our Creator and our message in Islam is the message of peace. Now let's take three issues, my brother Bongani and the sister who's there, she's also listening. What is it better to worship the Creator alone, one Creator, or to worship many, many things? So obviously there's only one Creator. We, you call Him God, you call Him Kulunkulu, you call Him Allah, you call Him whatever you want. But He's one only. So we believe in one Allah. Look at the sunrise, look at the sunset, look at the 14 moon. So look at your inhaling, exhaling. So everything happens with the power, authority of all. We human being, we need a role model. You see that your wife, your, your girlfriend, you said, we'll come to that just now, so that she can't cook unless her mother taught her how to cook. Your son, he can't swim until you have an instructor to show him how to swim. Mm. So human being, we need a role model. So the role model is who? The most beloved, the most precious to all, Allah, the supreme being. The Supreme God is Almighty Allah. There is no other God, no other deity. And that is the messenger of Islam, the messenger for humanity, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallam. So we must believe in him. Then every, from the womb to the tomb, from the cradle to the grave, Islam has given us guidelines. Now you, Bongani, you are there, you got your girlfriend. Now what you say, Bongani, you know I'm born in South Africa, you born in South Africa. What challenges are we facing in South Africa? We got so much crime, so much kidnapping, so much AIDS. Now when a person does not get married, so what happens? So we are promoting that culture of AIDS, the condom culture. Islam says, no, we must have a pure system, a chaste system. So Bongani, we extend the hand of Islam and friendship to you. Come into the home of peace, and that is the home of Islam. And remember that you must get married, because all this business, no tribal, we call it. So meaning now you want to try this girlfriend, that girlfriend, this boyfriend. No. Islam says you lead a pure chaste life. You in Kwamashu, I got one student also there in Kwamashu. That Sheikh Musa. So he's there. So anyway, there are many Muslims in that part of the world and they in Phoenix and Chatsworth is not far from your area, Parlock and so forth. So you contact the ulama, the leaders there, the scholars there, and they will assist you and you want 
to contact me, A.K. Hussein, A.K.H.O.O.S.E.N. at gmail.com, and we will help you, inshallah, God willing, to the best of our ability. Allah be with you, my brother Bungani. Ameen, 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 Summa, Ameen. So let us go to Sister Natasha and, of course, your attorney. She says, yeah, Teacher Muftis, <laughs> your attorney is listening to you all right now, Brother Marvin from Lakefield. She wants to know, she says that uh, I'm very uh, puzzled uh, because your Muslims will believe in God. And why is there such a need for you people to call out so-called the Azan? When you people believe in Allah, why must they still remind you people to go to the, to go and pray? Ustad. Sister Natasha, our brother attorney Marvin, if you are listening to my advices before the Q&A, I read one verse, وَذَكِّرْ فَإِنَّ الذِّكْرَى تَنْفَعُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ And remind. Why? Because this reminding is very, very beneficial for the believers. Chapter 51, verse 55. Chapter 51, verse 55. So why do we have Adhan? Let us start, Sister Natasha, and see the glory, the beauty of the Adhan, the call to prayer. You start from Fiji Islands, you come to New Zealand, mm. then you come towards Australia, then you come this side here towards Africa, and then you go towards the Caribbean, you go towards South America and all these countries. Subhanallah, subhanallah means all praise, praise and glory is solely for Allah. Sister Natasha, in the 24 hours, as the time is rotating, Everywhere Allah Ta'ala's name is elevated and mentioned. So therefore, Adhan, the call to prayer, is an integral part. Sister Natasha, I can pose the question to you that most Christians have to go to church. But most don't go. I know that nowadays. But anyway, Christians have to go to church. So Sundays, why you ring the bell? So it's reminding them. So you see the church bells ringing. And you see in the Jewish faith, they have their own uh, method of also announcing and so forth. So Islam, now let us go to the message of Adhan, my sister. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. Allah was, Allah is, Allah will always be the biggest, the mightiest, the greatest. To remind us, I'm a multi-billionaire, multi-trillionaire. I have all the degrees that people aspire for. But as far as we are concerned, we are non-entities. Allah was, is, will always be the biggest, the mightiest, the greatest. Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah. I bear testimony that truly none is worthy of worship except Allah. Today, seven billion people, but six billion are not worshiping Allah alone. They worshiping Allah, God, the Supreme Being, and then they say He has a son, He has a daughter, He has partners, He has this. So all that Islam rejects. We worship Allah alone. Ashhadu anna Muhammadar Rasulullah, and I bear testimony that the messenger of Islam, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, is the final and last messenger of all, Allah, for humanity, posterity. 
Hayya ala salah. Come towards salat. You see, Sister Natasha, that you have family. So you have family ties. So salat is to connect ourselves. Today, people connect their cell phones. People connect their computers. But very few people, if you look at it relatively, comparatively, connect themselves with Allah regularly. People turn to Allah and when they have cancer, when they death. We say no. They turn to Allah at a time of prosperity and adversity. Come towards success. Come towards success. And then in the morning time, this time here, you see now I will finish the program the call of prayer will go and I'm going there to pray the, the, pray, the, the prayers the prayer is better than sleep then Allahu Akbar Allahu Akbar Allah was is will always be the biggest greatest mightiest la ilaha illallah truly there is none worthy of worship but Allah hmm. so that is why sister I can go to you incidents people who did not know one word of Arabic did not know really anything about Islam but they heard the beauty and the glory of Adhan sister we are in Africa brother Marvin we are in the tip of Africa. From Africa, there was a black person. His name was Bilal. We say, radiallahu an Allah, he was always pleased with him. And so he became the first caller there in Medina Munawwara that he was appointed to be the first Mu'azzin, the African person. The Arabs were fair in complexion. When the conquest of Makkah took place in the eighth year of the Hijrah, eighth year after migration, then the messenger of Islam entered. The messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa told Bilal, the African Mu'azzin, you asked me the other day about the cube, the black cube. So Mustafa Habibuna وسلم, told him, told Bilal, the caller to prayer, you climb on top of the cube of the Kaaba and you render the adhan, the call of prayer from there. The Arabs who were looking fair in complexion, some of them as yet did not embrace Islam and they saw the African standing on the Kaaba, Musharrafah, the Baytullah, the cube and calling out the adhan. It was in the afternoon prayers or her time what we call then they understood what is Islam that what to izuman tasha what to zilluman tasha Islam gives honor to a black person African person and will send the Arab also to hellfire if he doesn't embrace Islam so that is what Islam is teaching us mm. that we're not going to judge you by your color and complexion we're not going to judge you by your ancestors and your lineage we judge you by your faith and we judge you by your actions Allahu Akbar, subhanAllah. Ustad, just one more question, inshallah. This is from uh, Mansoor, Bangalore, India. Muftisab, just to save tax on income, is it allowed to submit wrong claims like rent receipts, etc., though we are staying in our house, Mansoor, from Bangalore, India, Ustad? 
where everybody has this problem because remember in all countries now one can say maybe one two are exempted but 99 percent of the countries in the world they impose tax as far as islam goes this imposition of tax on the citizens is zulam it is oppression and transgression so you have two three options islamically i tell the people that for example in south africa you must never use your halal lawful money to pay the taxes take your interest which is haram you know all the scandals that are coming out now so you must remember busasa and uksasa and allah alone knows what else and so forth and more and more i was traveling from cape town to johannesburg and i read this monday that passed today is friday and you can check it up in the cape times or cape argus the one brother wrote an article and said in the past eight, nine years or so, there was one trillion. Molana, you know what is a trillion? Mm-hmm. For million, you write six zeros. Uh-huh. For billion, you write nine zeros. For trillion, you write twelve zeros. Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. So, so many zeros, there's no place for it in our checkbook. You understood? <laughs> they stole and corruption. And that is, that is South Africa. So, you, so what do we have to give them money for? So you must remember that, look at that, we got illegal connections, we oh. got, you must, so give them haram money, so you must remember that. So yes, aapke liye karna bilkul jaize, koi haraj nahi bilkul jaize. We start at 23 minutes after 5, we're going to leave you there, inshallah, your program for today, tomorrow, you start? Inshallah, today we will be for Juma in Marlborough, and inshallah, this evening, day in Pretoria, and tomorrow, inshallah, with the Honorable Asatiza, and that will be Hazrat Muftah. And Mahashabir Sahib, principal of Darlum Zakaria, myself, inshallah, we will be there in Bergwell, Molana Amjad, mashallah, Johan. So that is the program will start after Asr, and inshallah, after Maghrib, will be live on Radio Al Ansar, on Sirius FM, and Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. So make special dua today, the Mubarak day of Jumu'ah, for Majlul Aqsa and the Haramain Sharifain. Today rendered by Fazila to Sheikh Shuraim Hafidullah. Inshallah, we will translate it from Marlboro. Barakallah fiqh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.